We strive to keep the topics and discussion of our episodes as general as we can so that their themes are timeless and can apply to anyone during any timeline. But with a global event impacting the daily lives and routines of almost every soul on this plane, we couldn't not discuss it and not discuss it for the second straight episode. The philosophy we share is one dealing with our development of self. And to me, there is no better time to start a practice with the info provided in these podcast episodes than now, as we are in the middle of a new world, a new reality, a complete paradigm shift where strength may lie in the ability to adapt to these changes instead of dwelling in the resistance. We discuss the pandemic and quarantine now that we all have been in it for at least three weeks, its impact and how to focus our energy going forward to best prepare ourselves and the five layers of our being. If you missed our previous episode on the fear and anxiety on all of these world changes, please go back and listen to that one as well. That would be episode 56. After every intro, I like to communicate a call to action that I would love you all to consider as an intention and an exchange of gratitude in helping us grow our audience, expand the consciousness that is aware and has access to this information, and building a lively and energetic community to engage with us on social media with questions and comments and sharing of our episodes. This week, I would love to suggest everyone to make sure they have liked our Facebook page, but also that you follow our page feed and or our Instagram profile to make sure that you are updated with our most recent posts and information. As Alexander mentions in this episode, we are going to be having our first watch party which will be broadcasted using the Zoom platform where he and I will discuss the most recent episodes and answer questions from you all. We will post the details on our social media as soon as we have firmed up our plans. We are also going to attempt to stream on Facebook and YouTube, but you know how technology can be, especially with our first few tries at this. I would say let's rely on Zoom with Facebook and YouTube being the it's great to have if it all works, just to set our expectations realistically. We send our love and gratitude in this challenging time. But now let's come together and let's journey. With Aaron and Alexander. Uncovering our authentic self through self awareness, conscious communication, and emotional responsibility. Well, Alexander's beard is a little longer, and I just happened to cut my hair myself. So we are in this uh, quarantine. It's been like two or three weeks now for most people, I think. And so we wanted to extend the previous episode where we talked about the initial fear and anxiety and, and what to do around uh, this sudden change in our living situation here worldwide, not just in the United States, but worldwide. And we wanted to go in a little deeper now that it's been three weeks approximately uh, because Alexander did mention to me earlier today that two to three weeks is kind of when you start to 
uh, create a new behavioral pattern if things have changed. So uh, we just wanted to uh, make this episode more relevant to the current struggles that we all are facing in this current day society. You know, first of all, uh, blessings to everyone out there and uh, major supportive energy from Aaron and I and the whole Wise Wise community. And we're continuing to amp everything up to bring more and more to the community so that you'll have plenty to do uh, when you need to find like-minded people or new direction. So be on the lookout of lots of new things coming. And with that, the Aaron mentioned with the three weeks or 21 days, it's kind of a general understanding that it takes approximately 21 days to either create or break a pattern. And many people falter right before that time. So uh, many times when someone tries to break a habit, they'll do like really good the first week and then the second week still doing pretty good. But going on that third week is when the pressure really comes on to complete. And people should look at this as like cycles of three, like three weeks, three months, three years. And many times the temptations comes to us in those cycles. So being aware of that helps us uh, even when we're past the three-week thing. And here in central North Carolina, that's what we're about into is around the third week and starting to see many changes in uh, people's attitudes, uh, many changes in both locally and globally, uh, the amount of energy that people's putting into trying to uplift others, such as live concerts and that kind of thing. And I think it's finally setting in that this may be a little bit longer of a duration than anyone necessarily wants, but uh, being realistic about it. And I think that's going to be a big part of today's talk is just bringing the so-called generator's view in of chop wood and carry water and that it may help with the struggles that people are going through when you look at starting to develop or design your day in a way that you use your energy within parameters that you can do for a long period of time. And I've watched a lot of people launch new parts of their business, which is, you know, is beautiful and people adapting as we are. But many people have really uh, gone full force into it and put so much energy and now see some of those people getting tired and not wanting to keep up what they have began. And this can be challenging because uh, when we exert so much energy at the beginning of a situation, uh, many times those people can be some of the ones that become most subject to this environment or the environment and the way it's being invaded because the immune system lowers when we get tired, exhausted, or frustrated. So uh, so I do want to suggest to people to, you know, really moving forward, move forward in a way that you can do consistently for a truly long period of time. And to maybe bring, we're going to bring in some balance or some equilibrium and talk about the five different layers and many different things in this coming episode. I saw exactly what you were describing with uh, many people coming together, being very positive about this whole experience, initially rallying around everybody will get through this. I think that's what Americans do in general. I can't speak for the rest of the world because I've never lived anywhere else, but I do know that whenever there is a tragedy in America, we tend to rally around each other. 
But with that said, like I was on a conference call for work and I work from home and I'm pretty isolated. So for me, this wasn't a big change. And I did have my like my little anxiety thing a couple weeks ago because I could foresee this being a long, a long stretch mm -hmm. of time. And you helped me out with that. But I was listening to other people who were, you know, work with banks and and project managers and things like that. And they were all coming to this this conclusion now where they're like, okay, now it's been two to three weeks. I'm now having some anxiety because I'm around people, my family constantly working from home. I'm sure that's stressful with your mm -hmm. children also at home uh, as well and your spouse constantly in each other's space within the um, five foot space, you know, mm -hmm. so you're you're pulling on other people's energies. Maybe if you have your emotion center uh, unactivated or open, you're you're feeling other everybody else's stress in your home. Yes, and that's a good thing to point out here that, you know, uh, relating it to the human design system, which we utilize in this work uh, quite often, is the more white that you have in your chart means the more susceptible you are to your environment. And when changes like this happens and your body isn't used to being confined to these particular people, it can be a big transition period and it can really make people feel uh, not like themselves. And uh, so depression and fear is very common. And so once again, understanding yourself from an energetic level, please contact us. We can help you to understand this more fully and know that information helps you to redirect your mind and redirect your energy. And that's what we're here to help out with. Yeah. So it just seems like the isolation happening is starting to wear on people. And so I, I guess it could bring up a lot of uh, situations at home and and just kind of degrade over time unless there's like a new perspective introduced if this continues going on and people kind of lose faith in it just being another another two weeks, another two weeks. You know, what if it is months? Right. So how can how can we change our perspective or what addition can we add to our perspective to get, you know, to change our outlook to a more, I don't want to say positive, but but more so like you were saying useful, at the beginning, useful. Uh, gearing our energy to a more consistent pace. Yeah, I think a big part of that is the interest in um, self-development and to realize that in these situations when something is forced on you, and, and I think everybody can agree that the whole world is changing. This isn't just something that's uh, going to be a little blip and everything is going to go back to normal. Uh, this is going to be very substantial, it seems. So seeing that as the world changes, we have to change individually. Uh, I'm doing stuff now on Zoom platforms and other music platforms to share my work uh, with people all over the world. I had plans to do this, but this like pushed it to, to need to happen faster. And so I appreciate that, that fire that it lit up up at the same time, I didn't want to overextend myself to try to establish something in that very, very beginning. So I did do my first uh, live Zoom sound journey a couple weeks ago, and it went over well, and I have another one coming up next week, and they will be weekly coming forward. So all of this is pushing people to change. That's the main thing, and anyone that doesn't want to change or resist change it, this these times are going to be excruciating for them. So it's not that there's a right or wrong. It's just that for those that resist the change 
that resist uh, changing, you know, their eating habits or their, the people that they're seeing, all of this, the more that you resist, the more it drains your energy field, the more it affects your physical body eventually. And so and it's imperative to keep the immune system high. And that's why there's just really not much of anything that's worth stressing about uh, at these times. And I'm not saying that like just blindly or lighthearted. It's just that there's actually your health in life or death that is a po- true possibility right now. And your susceptibility, as we discussed on the last uh, offering on this subject, is our immune system stays within frequency ranges. And as stress brings that frequency range down, and when it's an energetic match to the virus or whatever the situation is, then that's what makes people susceptible. There's a lot of big quandary right now that I've seen um, on social media of why is it affecting some people and it's not affecting others? And, you know, I happen to feel that a big answer to this is the resonant frequency that the person is at. And that is directly connected to fear and grief and this being a uh, lung-oriented virus is from my perception, directly connected to grief. And it's, this is an opportunity to push people to truly heal, to take time to be still. So there's a lot of opportunity. But the thing is, is that the grace is going to be all in how somebody embraces change and says, you know what, I've been wanting to be different for a long time. And I'm going to take this opportunity now that it's basically being forced on me to uh, amplify that and to truly change who I am and how I relate to everyone around me. Because remember, people, whatever is being represented to you in your environment is a very good correlation about what's going on inside of you. So pay attention to that because people many times are just playing roles to show us healing that we haven't done yet. And so if your 10-year-old child is really like just aggravating and frustrating you, Rather than putting the blame on that child, go look at why you're carrying around so much aggravation and frustration. That's the key. Stop projecting that it's anyone or anything outside that's making you so-called feel any way. Now, I say that with compassion because this is an empowering view from my perception that you're taking control of not allowing what other people say or do to affect your mood. And this is very, very doable. We just have to break old patterns that we have created and patterns that's been passed down from family lineages to direct it in a different way. So change is necessary. And in this work, you know, we suggest this as the three R's. To recognize a person, place, or situation to show that person, place, or situation um, respect, and then to redirect that person, place, situation, energy, whatever it is, to redirect it. And you do that through compassion, acceptance, seeing maybe what the emotions connected to in your past, being willing to work on some forgiveness. So see, By breaking it down with those different steps, you see that this is why it may take up to a hundred times of practicing something like frustration to truly feel like you're getting better at it. Our society has gotten very lazy 
in their discipline, especially self-disciplines. So we understand that you've got to go to, you know, school, um, even public school, like six to seven hours a day. Nobody really wants to do that, but that's what you do for 12 years. So we shouldn't think that changing our emotional reaction should take any less time than that. That's six hours a day, you know, not every day during the year, but about um, eight months out of the year. You know, that's a lot of time. So being realistic with these changes is part of the chopping wood and carrying water vision is patience. So the overall lesson in what's happening right now that I see is patience and that if you're fearful or you're in any kind of negative emotion, you are outside of patience and outside of our very first um, pillar, which is find the divine order in the chaos. And I do happen to feel that there is a divine order that's happening now. And those that are content or at peace are very clear or comfortable in the role that they're playing and they're carrying very few preferences. So this is truly a challenge for, for our culture and all over the whole world. Um, but, uh, hopefully learning to change your perception and look at something not different Pollyanna wise, just to make it, uh, positive, but look at it from a true sense of a different view. And this is why now in conversations, we may have be having conversations with people that we would never have because we're limited to who we're around. So the conversations may start to go deeper. It's an opportunity to learn so much more about everybody that you're connected to or be irritated by them because things have to be different. So possibly one of the only things we have control over, which we don't have control over what's happening to us right now, is our perspective and what I gather you were saying there, just to sum it all up for people, is that instead of feeling like we're being uh, shut out or the walls are coming in on us, see this as an opportunity for because everybody is changing. So you, it's kind of like a, a global reset so that if you were stuck in a, a job that you didn't like, now is the time to maybe make a pivot. We, we yeah. don't know where, where the world's going to go, but you know, you can start to build something here. Yeah, because I, I want to come in here to say that, you know, there's a collective energy. And right now there's a huge collective fear energy. And it's very easy to tap into. It's also a very big grief-oriented energy. But understand, once again, one of our pillars is polarity versus duality. That in the view of polarity, both sides have to exist. So when there is one that is exaggerated, there is another one that's able to tap into. And that is like creativity right now is on probably the biggest rise, certainly in my lifetime, but I can't even think of how long because artists are able to have more time. And in six months from now, the amount of music and art and paintings and things, I mean, we're getting ready to come into an art explosion and this is the feminine energy coming in that we've been working on for quite a while. And so so tapping into that creative energy, there's also uh, a calm energy that's available. I mean, now, like on my street, there's hardly any cars going down the road. So to sit there and take that in and somebody happened to uh, give me a call and ask me what I was doing. And I said, man, just enjoying the peacefulness there's just like, there's hardly any movement. 
and it's so soft and it's so beautiful. And it was in the middle of the day. So, you know, there's creative energy, there's uh, change energy. So anybody that has been uh, fighting change or resisting change or wanting to change, now the universe is supporting change, if nothing else. So to actually take go in a different direction is quite possibly easier right now than it's ever been in anyone's lifetime. So that is worth focusing on is that there are abundance of these energies being created and our free will is what we choose to tap into. And it can go either way. And like I shared in the last episode, I just happened to be scrolling through social media, paused, watched about 11 seconds of a video and felt grief. My chest exploded in just 11 seconds. And then it took me approximately an hour to work that out of my system. And that's not a good ratio, 11 seconds to an hour. But that's that mass consciousness that, that it wasn't just that article. That's where the majority of people are at in that level of fear. So being able to just sit back, close your eyes and go, man, just imagine all the people writing uh, poetry and books that they've always wanted to but haven't. How many writers that got a job maybe at a newspaper and they've just been writing stuff they didn't care about for so long and now they finally get to get back to what they wanted to write. Musicians that had to stop playing in their bands because they had to go make money for their family and that type of thing and that have time now to pick that guitar back up. So it is a big part of our reality is basically based around the perception and this isn't Pollyanna because this is uh, a reality of energies that's actually being generated in this specific time that is different from what anyone in my lifetime has experienced. That's something really important to just sit and think about there because nobody has experienced this, most likely, that's still alive today or they're really old, like probably right. around 100, you know, if you're getting back yeah, to like the, the Great Depression. The impression is, yeah. yeah, something like that. So... I mean, it's, it is interesting time. So the availability to come closer to people that you love is there and the availability to push them farther away is there. And the majority of individuals have that option to truly choose that. Are you going to allow this person just to, or this child of yours to just irritate you because they're just being a kid and everything is different and kids look at different as an opportunity and beautiful uh, the majority of the time, and we have a tendency to teach those kids fear like really quick. And that's what a lot of parents may be nurturing right now. Once again, they could be nurturing creativity. They could be nurturing change. It's a great time to teach kids that uh, how to be grateful for things because things are being taken away. So I feel like this is a huge healing on many different levels, especially around gratitude, and the way that our culture has just gotten so used to just clicking a button and having anything that they want at any moment. Um, and this is a great time to practice humility and gratitude or to practice fear and um, hatred, judgment. Uh, so so the, the buffet is open, <laughs> so to say. The emotional buffet is open, but most people don't realize that they have a choice. You can choose on this side of the buffet or you can choose on that side of the buffet. That's not being Pollyanna and not seeing things for the way that they are. It's just directing your vision to what you want to focus on while keeping 
all of the so-called darkness or heaviness in your rearview mirror. It's always worth glancing at it. And so, of course, the oversaturation of, um, we'll call it information, is, you know, is another heavy thing. And I think people are finally starting to back off of some of that now and not um, not saturate as much as they have over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, we, we are kind of at a time where things are finally slowing down. We've been used to the very f- fast pace of life. And I think one of the things we can now reflect on are our priorities. And we did an episode on the six priorities in relationships but I'm even talking about beyond that. Like, where do we want to be spending our energy? Now we we lived in that, what you would call a masculine world where mm-hmm. everything's done fast and cheap and and that type of thing. And now we're kind of transitioning into more of a feminine energy. And this is our time to look at, do we want to be spending more of our our time or prioritize our energy with our family, with art, where do we want to be putting this? Yes, yes, a uh, community, uh, whether that's local or global. And once again, the the human design helps to understand that, uh, what your pull is uh, in the G, what's called the GPS center. And so some people are here to have like more of intimate type relationships, and that's more my design. And some people are here to have more uh, community-oriented relationships, and then some people are regional, and then some people are worldly. And so... This is another great tool to just understand people's differentiations and to be able to celebrate it rather than it being a judgment on the personality. So, you know, all the efforts from uh, my work is going towards a more global. It's being very, like, personal and community-oriented now for 11 or 12 years. And so that's the way that I'm accepting this change myself. Like, it's, it's rushed everything ahead, and I've had to do a big learning curve with um, uh, media, recording platforms, a lot of stuff that that I used to love studying and trying to understand, and now the more technical stuff uh, is, is more challenging for me to enjoy. So, so I do understand the push that everybody's feeling, and there's like a major learning curve. So once again, that's another so-called positive that now is just one of the best times to be learning stuff because there's so much... Uh, learning and adapting going on. And I do want to bring in an old teaching. It's not one of mine, but it is like something that I picked up along the road that is so prevalent now that it's not the strongest that will survive and it's not the smartest that will survive. It's the one that knows how to adapt. And so in life, adaptability is quite possibly one of the most important characteristics, if not the most important, because change is the only constant. And our culture fights change so much. And now there's no more fighting. Uh, you don't have much of an option. And so, um, so whether that's changing, yes, your perception, changing your reactions, changing your direction, changing your jobs, changing your relationships, and whatever it is to look at embracing change make love with the friction in life because that shows you that you're changing something when that friction is there and we can either run from it and try to dominate it or we can embrace it and make love to it and change and have a completely different experience in life and let's even expand on that a little bit because i i see people uh 
I think at, initially they thought it was just going to be like a two to three week quarantine type of thing. And then we were, we were going to snap back to doing what we were doing before. And now I think maybe maybe half the people have started to think about what this world is going to look like as we transition um, and, and go weeks and weeks more into this, this uh, quarantine. Let's take the perspective of somebody who doesn't change. And when this world finally, when we finally roll out of our houses and this, this reality isn't what it used to be, we're not snapping back to what always was. Like you were saying, this has never been like this in, in your lifetime. How is that going to affect that person versus the person who does adapt, who does change, who is now preparing now, even if they're starting this now, they're, they're preparing their mind for a different world. And because we do have to go through that, that, um, that loss, mm-hmm. you know, that grief yes. and, and that process. Yes. And that's the, that's the thing that like grief is being forced upon us is bringing up people's grief that they have from the past as well, but is directly connected to the present moment. Cause those, once again, that are able to just accept that, hey, yeah, it's never going to look the same, and so let's go make it better, uh, whatever that means. And better is different per person. Um, but I happen to enjoy the stillness. I happen to enjoy the calmness. But there's plenty of people that uh, that's very irritating and bothersome too. So it's not that uh, one is better than the other. It's just, once again, adaptability. And anyone that can't adapt is going to experience the most friction typically. So the answer to that, of that view of somebody that just resists and say this goes on for six months, hypothetically, six months of resisting something every single day um, is highly likely to wear your immune system, your energy field, your physical body, your mental capabilities, wear it all down. So, you know, my simple answer would just be deterioration. Uh, and to really look at that, that if you're around anybody that is resisting and isn't being like realistic, then you don't have to judge them. You don't even have to say anything to them, but be aware that they will quite possibly wind up being what we call energy vampires and not even realize it. And they'll start to get irritable and they'll start to want to talk about stuff and stir up stuff because many times as the immune system and the energy drops, people get agitated and want to create friction. So it can almost seem like they have more energy, but it's not. It's that their field is starving and they're, they're fighting. They're fighting it. So protect yourself around your people or when you go to any stores or anything like that to just be aware that uh, people are very on edge and people are processing this very, very differently. So who you plug into and for how long in just a conversation uh, should really be looked at. And that if you are protecting yourself, you could keep every connection or conversation extremely short. And I would say, you know, within just a couple of minutes, two or three minutes or something to not be rude. But uh, now is a time that I think that uh, manners are kind of being set aside a little bit and those types of things or being more acceptable of people not engaging and and that being able to be respectful. So let's remember to respect everybody's way. And there's some people that are still running out, not with any caution. And uh, there's a lot of churches that have still been getting together and a lot of controversy around that. 
I'm fine to stay at home. I don't feel like this is infringing on my rights or any of that. But other people do have that view. So so we're not going to get into the political side or the individual uh, views of it. Um, but looking from a wellness standpoint or a growth standpoint, it does seem that the resistance is the determining factor of many, many things. So even if you don't have the answer of what you're going to do, that step of just accepting is never going to be the same. You know, and I had a conversation with one of my sons one time, and it was a hard conversation. And we had gone through some uh, things with external relationships, and we had drifted apart for a few months. And then we come back together. And in a conversation, he said, um, I just want everything to be like it was. And I said, brother, it can never be that. And that made him cry, and it made me cry. And in that cry together, I said, but it can be better. And we control that. So let's start building that, man. And see, there wasn't any negativity there. It was just that when any type of trauma or major adjustment like this happens that we're experiencing on a global scale, nothing will ever be the same. It can be similar. It can be like, but it can also be better. And that's what I you know, want to urge people on this podcast in particular is just find that space where you can make your life better and take this opportunity while change is being supported, whatever that is, to, to act on that and start working on it each and every day. My hope is that it's for people to come closer, for people to learn more about people that they love and that type of thing. But I know and I accept that on the polarity side, there's going to be you know, plenty of people that uh, don't make it through this, that it does become a time of recognition of these energies are just too different. And one doesn't have to be right and the other one wrong. It's just a vibrational match. And that's what I feel like is happening on a global scale is, you know, our vibrations are being tested, uh, being pushed, and it comes down to how we want to assist in managing how that uh, falls after all of the dust settles, so to say, like shaking up a snow globe and watching that just float around. And um, right now we're in kind of in our area, the first stages of what I feel like uh, everything's gotten shaken up and now it's just starting to settle some and people are handling it different ways. So if somebody out there has an immediate family member that is struggling with the change, having a lot of anxiety around that, what is something that they could possibly carefully say to them in passing to maybe offer a different perspective without uh, maybe getting a, a or creating friction? Well, first of all is, um, you know, I like to bring in the saying that I use often, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And um, that was a quote from Jesus. And I use that almost every single day of my life. And so right away, it helps me to see compassion in someone because right now everybody is not themselves and anytime fear and survival is around uh people aren't their typical selves so that's just i think uh something that needs to be accepted that that helps and in that hopefully that can bring some compassion that i want to suggest for the person that is dealing with this negativity you know, to work in a way to manage your time around them. Uh, that's a big, big key. And that 
more smaller doses rather than less longer doses uh, may be better because you need to get in the energy and then get out. Once again, this is directly related to more white that you have in your human design uh, system. So looking at it as regulating your environment during these times is, is so imperative. And the fact that here in our area, we're being blessed with such beautiful weather is just, you know, amazing. There are people like in Alaska and different places that it's so cold that, you know, they don't have the freedom that we have. And the fact that this is coming in springtime and we're moving into warmer weather, I mean, there are still a lot of things to to see in a way that is useful and, and engaging or uplifting. But coming to each individual of what love is and when we can love somebody, even when they're in their discomfort and their fear, you know, that is a big part of love. Realizing that it's not anyone's responsibility to save someone. And that self-preservation is not a negative thing. So, because we can't make someone perceive things differently. And that's the thing is arguments get started because different information is being shared. But the necessity for that to be useful is that one or both parties has to be willing to shift their perception. And so when you meet an energy or a person that is very set in their way of viewing this, it's not going to do much good to give them information, and that's what people feel like will help. Well, let me tell you the article I just read. Let me tell you what I just heard. If that person's not asking for your opinion, they're probably resisting it. There's a high likelihood. So work with trying to help potentially less and exemplify more. So rather than tell somebody, hey, just quit wallowing in your stuff and go for a walk or something, simply just go, you know what, I'm going to go for a wonderful walk in the woods. You're welcome to, to join me if you would like. I would like some alone time. So if you wouldn't mind like 10 feet in between us, I would love for us to do the same uh, experience, but have our individual space and time um, or go in different directions. But the thing is, is that now what's being called on is inspiration and examples rather than talking. And that's where a lot of people are going to get in trouble is, is so much talking. And that brings up the frustrations and the triggers and that type of thing. So being the example and saying, you know what, I feel like it would be a good idea to get outside. So I'm just going to go do that. And then that person has the opportunity to say, you know what, I'm going to do that too. Or they may look at it from a duality view and that push them to go, no, I'm not going to go outside just because you are, you know, and that, that energy, uh, the person that's looking for their well-being, they don't want or need to be around that. So it's many times it's trying to overcome or change the person's view. And really when you're talking about the right subject to the right person at the right time, there's a reciprocation and there's not a lot of energy that's expelled on that. So that's the main thing is check yourself as far as how much energy you're putting into it. Uh, check yourself as to how much time you're allowing yourself to be incubated in that. If you're sitting in the living room with your partner and you don't want to hear the news, rather than getting an argument about changing the channel or cutting it off, just simply get up and say, you know what, I'm going to go do something else. That could inspire them. Don't say it hatefully. But just go, you know what, I'm going to go for a nice walk or I'm going to go play some guitar or, you know, I'm going to go turn on some music and just dance. Um, that 
I think is uh, that inspiration and that example, I think, is the, a big healing bomb right now um, rather than spending time telling people what they should be doing. Yeah, because you're holding your energy consistent and you've said the stronger, more consistent vibration is going to impact the weaker Yes, vibration. over enough time. Uh, yeah. uh, yes, a stronger vibration can manipulate and change a weaker vibration over a long enough period of time. And that's what, you know, just in general, so-called people of the light or uh, people that are waking up, whatever label you want to put on it that are trying to carry a higher vibration or a higher consciousness, you know, they just, they carry, from my perspective, a higher responsibility, but they carry typically a higher sensitivity. So what happens is people of the so-called light go out into the world, they get irritated by other people's actions, and then they retreat. And we have to remember that darkness flees light. So all the light has to do is show up. But we've got to quit hiding. We've got to quit resisting the friction. We've got to be willing to stand in the storm and know that this too will pass. And that we haven't got to change anyone else's view, but simply do what you feel like is the best practice. And this is a great teaching for people that are raising children too because it's, it's the same. I mean, conscious communication is really only about 25% words. And children learn from the actions of their parents way more than what the parents say. And as soon as the child realizes there's a discrepancy or hypocrisy that you make me do this, but you don't do it, then that's when the child really starts to pull away because it's called losing respect. So people respect what is done, not just what is talked about. And right now there's a lot of talking going on. So to close out this episode, I wanted to bring in the five layers of wellness. And now that we seem to have more time on our hands, how can we get all of these in balance or what is the most important in balance? Yeah, I'm so glad these? you brought this up because... We're getting ready to start a live watch party over the Zoom platform with the uh, Wise Wise and talking about the Just Philosophy. And uh, it'll be a two-hour event, and we're actually developing a planner. Um, so some of this information that we're discussing is going to be in this, this planner, and uh, looking very forward to that. So with the five layers, uh, this is an opportunity for people to look at another level of equilibrium or balance that there is the physical, the mental, the emotional, the energetic, and the spiritual or religious. And those are all different levels of our so-called uh, field of our human being. And in overall wellness, one needs to focus on healing five different levels of any issue. Many times, People have gone in for surgeries and they have surgeries in five or six years, the issue comes back. And that can be directly connected that there was no work done on the energetic level or no work done on the emotional level. And so all of this like affects us very similar to how it suggested that chiropractor and uh, massage work together. And that if you just go to chiropractor, the muscles are going to pull back the bones back where they are. You're kind of, you know, not getting your money's worth. And as we go through uh, other levels of healing with the mental, the emotional, and the energetic, 
those three work extremely together. So in my private practice, I work with changing people's perception and then doing energy adjustments or chakra adjustments uh, in the same session so that they can retain the information longer. So this is an opportunity for uh, to just as fun, maybe, to consider spending 10 minutes a day in each of these five different centers. And again, that's the physical, the mental, the emotional, the energetic, and the spiritual or religious. And so taking time to consciously write all those down and then say, today, spiritually, I am going to read something out of the Bible, or today, spiritually, I'm going to study something about Mother Nature. You know, whatever that spiritual or religious connection is to the individual, you just choose something, and then you engross yourself, or I call it contemplation time, that you, similar to meditation, where you just, uh, you choose to focus the energy or into something specific, and that can be a type of meditation, rather than being so distracted, and just giving that subject like 10 minutes, you know, some people call this, uh, they do it as prayer, as rituals of, of being connected to their faith, and so this could be building an altar, and then going and just sitting with different people on the altar that you miss, and put a picture of them or something on the altar, and just be with them for 10 minutes in silence, and sending them love, you know, then there might be like a uh, something on the emotional level that you remembered that really bothered you yesterday. Uh, you might have gotten frustrated with one of your children or something, and maybe you're not pleased with the way that you handled it. And so emotionally, you could just tell that part of your parent, hey, it's okay, but we're going to do better and things are different and be willing to forgive yourself or forgive others and have a cry and a, ni- a nice just emotional release without the guilt and without the blame, you know, and for something uh, energetic that could be like going out and sitting like with a tree and just truly getting your feet and hands down on the earth and just feeling how that stillness just feels or just laying down on the ground and feeling what it feels like. Uh, there's many different things to do in these different areas, but most people don't take the time to just consider these five different levels. So see, it can be either doing in the level or non-doing. So for like somebody like mentally on the mental level, if they're busy thinking and doing all the time, then something to do on the mental level could be meditation or just stillness, no input, no output, whatever you want to be doing. And that see, that could be either a spiritual thing or it could be a mental thing or it could be an energetic thing. Really, meditation works or stillness of the mind works on all the five levels. So anytime you get to one of the levels where you're having a hard time thinking of something up, meditation or just stillness, no input, no output, is a default to go to. But to change this up each day becomes creative, which really feeds that second chakra. And it feeds our soul to feel alive. So creativity and um, the lack of mundane is what really makes uh, most people's soul feel alive. And as long as we can stay out of fear that our mundane and our patterns have gotten changed, that's all that's happened. That They've been shifted. They've been changed. And now we're getting back more to the stuff that is actually real in this world and the things that have been fabricated. And right now, 
people that have incurred a lot of debt or carrying a lot of fear because if they got one or both got laid off. I mean, there are real situations that's happening. Of course, they're trying to give financial relief. And more than likely, there will be a completely restructuring of the whole financial system uh, after this. We'll see. But um, but those changes are they're among us. And um, I'm just suggesting to make friends with them, even if you don't like the, every aspect of them. And uh, let's walk hand in hand moving forward. So in closing, tell the good people what you're offering from, a, I guess, a, a digital perspective nowadays. Yeah, so feel free to reach out to me for private sessions. I'm still doing those. And I am going to offer a 20% uh, price discount to, to help out um, in general. And I do those uh, either for an hour, uh, 90 minutes, or two hours. And many times uh, I suggest two hours for the first session. And we will go over in that private session, we'll go over what you've heard me say, human design and your destiny cards. And this is to help you understand more clearly about your personality and your energetic makeup and your purpose in life and how you relate to people around you. So is a ton of information in just one session and and especially having a, a clear understanding about how the events that are happening right now is affecting you. So it, it is a type of astrology reading, but very, very different um, than Western astrology, especially, and uh, very, very informative. I also have a live sound journeys or sound meditations where I play instruments from all over the world and I'm doing, I've done it on the Zoom platform and I'm working with uh, Mixer and Zoom right now to uh, bring both live and pre-recorded sound journeys for people to utilize for meditation and for uh, balancing out their energy field. So there's going to be lots of uh, that going on at least weekly. And then, uh, of course, we're going to continue to release the podcast every two weeks, and we're going to get on schedule with the watch parties on the off weeks. Um, So you'll have a chance to be plugged into us every week. And so there's just going to be lots of uh, classes. There's an apprentice program that I'm developing right now. So anybody that wants to study any or all of the subjects that we talk about on this podcast, uh, it's going to be a wonderful opportunity to uh, have an affiliation with all of that. So please reach out. Um, the website is thejustphilosophy.com and uh, drop me an email or contact me by phone and we'll move forward with this. And I do want to say that I'm so uh, grateful and thankful to, to Aaron. He's continued to be a trooper through all of this and we have continued to just meet once a day and he or I aren't really hardly seeing anyone else, but we're continuing to connect right now. We may be going to a more of a Zoom type platform um, as things increase. So uh, we know that you guys will understand and work with us with the quality uh, level. But uh, we love you all and we support. And please uh, connect with us. Let us know how this information is helping you. Uh, remember that sometimes when when you share your story, it helps other people to open up. We have our podcast uh, community as well on Facebook. So um, so don't feel alone out there and uh, join us in our community and let's uh, journey. And one final note, usually we do a Q&A session with you where listeners will send in their questions. Every 15 episodes, we've done it 
episode 15, 30, and 45, and we're coming up on ep- episode 60. But I was thinking now that we're going to be transitioning into a watch party, that will be the opportunity for people to send their questions in yes, or, or be yes. there live and ask them. Absolutely, and we're going to have that. Uh, this is going to be very interactive rather than lecture-oriented. So we're going to discuss the previous week's podcast release and then have an open forum as well for um, most any question that anyone may have. And it'll be a way for for you to uh, type in your question. And Aaron's going to help me regulate that. And then he'll get the question to me. And so it'll be a nice, smooth uh, process. And um, we'll do it in a beautiful way. All right, guys, that's it. Uh, looking forward to seeing you all at the watch parties. And we'll be announcing that on all of our social media. So stay tuned for that. And now stay tuned for the three minutes of stillness. Enjoy.
We appreciate your interest in self-growth, conscious communication, and continuing to ask the wise wise. And remember, gradual changes over long periods of time equals lasting results. The Just Philosophy, as discussed in this podcast, has been developed by Alexander over the last 22 years in his private practice, professional environment, and private studies. The information discussed is intended for educational purposes only. It is not meant as a replacement for conventional medicine. Just remember, knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. Seek the wise. As we continue sharing this information, there are also multiple ways to share and support this work. Gain access to our exclusive content, behind-the-scenes footage, and other products that assist you on your self-awareness journey by joining our patron team in exchange for a monetary donation by visiting wise-wise.com slash patron. That is wise-whys.com slash p-a-t-r-e-o-n. Another way of support is by sharing this podcast with receptive individuals or even leaving a review on popular platforms such as iTunes or Facebook helps us introduce this work to others through the listener's words. We are also on most major social networks, so follow us along there or even join our Facebook group community. Continue your journey by visiting Alexander's website where you are able to book private consultations in person, by phone, or even Skype. Know thyself better with human design and destiny card reports and readings as mentioned in this podcast. View a calendar of his live performances and class schedule. Peruse his other products such as shirts, CDs, and the revolutionary VibroTune sound vibrational therapy tables that assist with subtle energy alignments. So grab that keyboard and go to thejustphilosophy.com for those goodies. That's T-H-E-J-U-S-T-P-H-I-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y.com. And if you love the touch of a soft shirt with a message that will warm your heart in resonation, then check out my company, Verity's Apparel, where I am a one-man band doing it all from design to physically printing the garment. It's sealing it all with a conscious touch. Just go to veritiesapparel.com, V-E-R-I-T-E-E-S-A-P-P-A-R-E-L.com. Thank you all for being a part of this journey with us.